It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode. Well, good morning. Good morning. It is another beautiful day in this Buckhead community. We are so glad to be with you today. I am Michael Moore, and I'm here on behalf of the Buckhead Business Association, and this is the Buckhead Business Show, where we're very proud of those people who live in Buckhead, work in Buckhead, just love Buckhead. And today, we've got a special treat for you. We've got our co-host today is going to be our publisher of the Simply Buckhead magazine, Joanne Hayes. It is so good to have you in the studio this morning. So great to be with you. I love being asked to guest host. I will give you your little extra plug. Joanne serves as an active member of the Buckhead Business Association, is a great supporter, and is one of those board members who gives back extra. And every year we get to uh, to see some fun things happen. But right now we're looking at the chef issue, which has just come out. And this morning we're honored to have two of our chefs in the uh, studio. We've got we've got the the queen of pastries from just down <laughs> on Piedmont Road, and, and we've got the the guy who has put together some so neat concepts. Sean has has built a number of restaurants here in the city, so he is truly one of those chefs who just does it right. So Joanne, we're gonna. Roll right into the process, and I'll let you talk about what great features these folks have. And by the way, Sean, you do look good on the cover of this this magazine. He so. sure I pre- does. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, good I photography. You, we got your good side, and that's a good <laughs> yes. thing. And, and having those good-looking natural chickens in there helped, too. Man, so. it was hot that day, too. So. <laughs> I could tell you. There was a, anyway, Joanne, Joanne, let's go ahead and roll on into the shopping show and give a little of your history of why you think uh, that this, this, this magazine is the best one. This is well over how many years? Oh, my goodness. We are in our age eighth year of publication now, um, which is so exciting. Uh, We just celebrated our 50th issue in October, and we just continue to rock and roll and have some great things rolling out for uh, 2018 cover stories, uh, actually very actively working on January, February, and March, April at this point. Um, But I love this current issue. Um, You know, we had this theme in mind that we wanted to talk to chefs at home. I've been excited about it all year. And when we go out and do these covers, um, you know, we try to tie in all the editorial in the theme that goes with the cover story. Um, and I love the fact that Sean ended up on the cover um, because we never know. We go out and we shoot, we shot all these chefs in their homes, um, creating some of these dishes that they do for the holidays. Um, so our photographers were driving all over the place and got to <laughs> experience this firsthand. And then we never know until we see all the shots. And um, the photographer and our creative director and our editors uh, choose the one that they feel is most appropriate. So we loved the shot. It was a a really unique uh, photograph. Uh, Sean is cooking outdoors on what I think is an Amish. It's a contraption. Amish (laughs) contraption. Um, I thought it was called a grill here in the South. Contraption. Yeah, it's really cool. And then um, to have Ami in the magazine was great because we've worked with Tony at Legendary Events over the years. And we just love him. And he's done a great job for us at our annual event our anniversary party so to have these two particular people in studio is wonderful well, talk, you, as, as you said sean got to cook in his backyard for picture but ami gets to cook in a historic property so yes she does i mean she not, does. A, not everyone can, can can work at a 1797 and and a plantation and then go across the street and work in a car dealership right exactly <laughs> <laughs> we're very proud of our venues here in and Buckhead. she talked about that in her interview which i thought was really fun but we're going to start with sean and um I, I have to say that when i moved here nine years ago i 
started following Sean's career then when we launched the magazine. Uh, my first experience with one of his restaurants was Yay Burger. Mm -hmm. And I'd never eaten there before. And you launched it in 2010 in Virginia Highland. And, you know, Sean's had a very interesting history. His career has literally spanned the globe, even though his passion is in creating his contemporary fair here in Atlanta. Um, he is currently the driving force behind Bantam and Biddy and Chickabitty, uh, fast casual chicken restaurants uh, featuring free range and pastured chicken, and is also the owner of The Federal, which is an intimate bistro steakhouse in the heart of Midtown Atlanta. Um, Sean, one of the things I'd love to talk to you about first is I believe you have a project in the works. Am I right? Are you allowed to talk a, yeah, about that? I do have a project in the works. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm currently uh, working with the Simpson Group in development of uh, or in a development that they're doing in Chattanooga to open a Bantam and Biddy. So that's really fabulous. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, Chattanooga is within range in mm -hmm. terms from from my perspective in terms of travel. Two so hours, I can, so I can participate <laughs> in the event, you know, on a weekly basis, and uh, it's very exciting. They're big fans of Bantam, and they and they feel, and I feel also that it's an opportunity to help activate that port part of Chattanooga that um, they're in the, they're developing now. Absolutely. What do you see in Atlanta right now? What's sort of the trend in restaurants and in the kind of uh, places that are opening and, and what, what people are doing for their concepts? Well, there's a lot of um, smaller restaurants, I feel like, that are, that are opening that are um, more intimate and individually uh, chef-driven. Um, the federal, my place is an example of that, but... I mean, obviously, I'm biased to that. No, there's but talk, talk like about that. We want to hear about that because, you know, there's been a lot of buzz. So definitely well, want to hear about that. That was for me. Uh, you know, my, my history is you know, I grew up in Oklahoma, and I didn't have much of a color. We didn't have much of a culinary tradition in my family. But I, uh, I was fortunate enough to travel to Europe, and I lived in Belgium, and I lived in France, and I got a chance to experience these little cafes. And, and you came back. And I came back. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of money. <laughs> when I came back, I... Uh, a starving I, I, chef? Yeah. I, oh, <laughs> no, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't fit. The Not profile. quite the same as a starving I mean, artist. Yeah, my first trip to Europe was, was a while back. You could still smoke on planes back then. And I, wow. Yeah, so I, uh, when I returned, I, you know, I just, that, was baked into my, uh, that was baked into my identity. I really love that small bistro. And I always have returned to that, whether it was my, my restaurant, Sean's in Emma Park, or even Mid-City Cuisine to a degree had that kind of brasserie feel. But uh, the federal, I'm really pleased with. I love the location. I love being in that part of Midtown. Um, it's been well received. Uh, we were named one of the best new restaurants by mm -hmm. Atlanta Jam Magazine and James Beard. James Beard Award, yes. um, not a semifinalist, which was a big deal to me. Huge deal. Huge deal. First time <laughs> that that had happened at that level for me, and I was very excited about that because I've been active with the Beard Foundation for over 20 years. So good stuff. Good stuff. Really good stuff. And, you know, you, you just mentioned about Midtown. It's it's oh, very yeah. interesting because we launched a second publication there last year for the very same reason. We saw lots of cranes in the sky. <laughs> we saw it, sort of a duplication of what's been happening in Buckhead starting to happen in Midtown. And we felt the same way, that it was like the next big growth area. And obviously, so is Brookhaven Chambly Market. But we love the Midtown market as well. well. And the Midtown, that's where the small uh, chef-driven bistros are. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see that occur up here in Buckhead. You know, you have more uh, large conceptual restaurants and less that are 
intimately chef-driven, and I think there's a lot of opportunity for that up here in Buckhead. Well, you know, over the years, we've had a, a, some smaller restaurants that really did well, but it seems like the time just outgrew them, and people's patience with yeah. uh, having variety has just made a lot of change. And that's one of the neat things you said about Midtown. The uh, developers are, are accommodating the space developments. That, that Maybe that hasn't been done quite as well in Buckhead during our new redevelopment times, but I hope that does come back because... It's nice to sit in a, what, 40-seat restaurant and, and enjoy, or 50 seats as opposed to 150 seats? I mean, in a restaurant of that size, you can, you know, you can connect with the, uh, with the chef, I mean, the, the management, the, pers- the staff. I mean, well, I consider my, the federal like almost a private club. I mean, if we do a thousand, the same thousand people every, 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 week. Know, every week, that'd be fantastic. And, and we do have a relationship with people like that, and, and uh and, and and that's been reconnecting with my guests at that level has been been exciting um, because Bantam and Chicken Bitty are very high volume, so people will they've gotten used to not seeing me there because we just do so many so many so much more people. Same place. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do love that exposure. You know, the location here in Buckhead, uh, being at Lennox, I think that is really big exposure for you and your concept and and i think that will be extremely successful and i, I go back to Yeburger because um you have also helped other chefs grow and other uh folks in the restaurant industry grow i mean Yeburger is a, a going strong uh concept and it produced kelly wallace yeah. who was one of our rising stars in july and she now um helped open Upbeat, which is doing incredibly well. And I love it when we see chefs who um, mentor others and bring others along the ranks with them. And um, Sometimes they even do better than me. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, that's a true sign of good leadership and good is. mentoring. And it good is. students because it's a combination to, uh, to as you say, may- maybe uh, go in a little different direction, maybe do something a little differently, and maybe excel at a different rate. Yeah, I uh, – I, I, I'm actually. I do have some news about my, my at my Bantam location. I'm going to reconcept it. This is actually the first time I talked about it publicly. I I, I love getting, a good I love scoop. It. We're getting yeah. a scoop, <laughs> scoop, yeah. scoop right here. Yeah. Watch <laughs> out! Somebody's listening. Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> Lean I in close this to your might speakers. Be an appropriate time to Perfect. spill it. You're in oh, the bucket well, audience. I think you have to spill it now. I think that um, you want to look at trends as a chef, and you know. So I I was early on involved in the gluten free mm-hmm. dining. Um, community and my interest in that stem from the autism community and the way uh, gluten dining gluten affects uh, children's behavioral issues so i've been doing gluten-free dining for years and that's emerged as a very big trend i mean everybody knows about gluten-free dining and, and participates in it or is aware of it now um i also uh but i i see an emerging trend in atlanta that that you might have you might be you might have seen in other communities like cleveland there's a lot of civic pride but it kind of um, is emerging from their sports culture and not so much just um, I mean it's it's I see a lot of civic pride emerging in Atlanta that we didn't have before so 10 years ago you didn't see young people wearing ATL hats or <laughs> having like that kind of um, um, pride for their community and so I, I'm going to reconcept Bantam into a taqueria I think that um, Lennox doesn't have a Mexican restaurant doesn't have a Mexican concept we're going to call it ATL taco and it's really oh, going to wow. time. Love this. it. Get the hats ready. Get the yeah. t-shirts ready. Yeah, I love think that it. we could really. T- I think it it really um, dovetails nicely with that emerging uh, civic pride in Atlanta, pride and culture that we see. Well, uh, and it will spread it to certainly the uh, the tourism effect of both Lennox and Phipps uh, mm-hmm. here as a destination shop for the southeast. Well, they say I that mall mall culture is uh, dying, but that's just not the case at Lennox Square. They have done such a good job staying on the very leading edge of offering entertainment and. Um, 
awesome, you know, like the, the, with the introduction of the car dealerships and just evolving with the times. So it's an exciting time to be involved with Linux Square, and they've been very supportive of this. Well, Simon's has been a great anchor for, for Buckhead for years, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sure they do test concepts here because we've had those those positions, and the, and the population has is, is changed, matured, and, you know, there are opportunities to test it when you have a, a changing environment that you can test in and, and have some history and background. It's not going in like taking a new piece of earth and trying an idea. That's You've right. got the idea. And I know that's why you like to go in. As you said, you're going to reconcept the space. And uh, as the market's change, you'll test something here. And, of course, as you just mentioned with Chattanooga, you're going to be very valuable to developers. And, and you're going to continue to educate and grow people. That's going to mm -hmm. be cool. That's the plan. Congratulations. Thank you. So Atlanta Taco is officially trending right now is what I'm, what I'm hearing. ATL Taco. ATL Taco. <laughs> ATL Taco. He's, he's already looking it up on social <laughs> media. We just, we, the first hat, did, Rich, did our sky cam just get the first hat, go by on a bicycle, did it? Exactly. ATL yeah. Taco. ATL Taco. That's cool. I'm Hashtag. Glad, I'm, thanks, for the, thanks for the cool response. We're excited. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, you know, since we have Sean in studio and uh, we just did this great interview with him for Simply Buckhead, and uh, Thanksgiving is next week. We should definitely talk turkey, right? <laughs> we should talk turkey, yeah. It's thanks living, by the way. Thanks and, living. And, and I right. like that. So, you know, I'm not going to spill the beans. I want everyone to go out and pick up a copy of the magazine and read all these great interviews with the chefs. But maybe Sean can share with our audience what he plans to serve for Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to do two different turkeys, two different uh, presentations, and both are non-traditional. And uh, sometimes that's upsetting to my guests because, you know, they have an expectation. My mom is going to be here, too. So. I'm gonna t I'm getting as long as you don't do that turducken thing. I'm uh, not doing a turducken, I but I am doing. I think people revolt on that. Well, I'm doing a, a almost a riff on that. So I get my turkeys <laughs> from White Oak Pastures, and I don't know if you guys know this oh, guy. Yes. Will Harris, South, South Georgia Ranch, White Oak Pastures, phenomenal. You can get these things at uh, Whole Foods. But I get two turkeys. I'm going to take one, debone it. And slowly grill it over that contraption, that Amish grill yeah, in my Amish backyard. Grill. And uh, that'll take about you know, three hours to cook, about a 14-pound turkey. So it'll be completely boned out and rolled. We call it a roulade. So you get a little white meat and a little dark meat in every slice. And then I'm going to – I've never done this, but I'm going to finally do the deep-fried turkey and check that out and see how that comes yeah, out. Yeah, I've never so done that either. That, that'll, that'll be good. And yeah. what's the special marinade, the brining, or what you're going to do in the deep fry? Well, I mean, the, the key to that is to make sure that it's, uh, you know, not obviously frozen. If anybody's <laughs> listening, you, know, you, don't, you don't want to put a bomb in yes. there and uh, dry it out really good. But I, I'm going to probably uh, use Cajun spices for mm -hmm. that because dry spices are going to do better in a fryer than – than wet up spices or herbs. All right, very good. Ooh, have, so have the fire time? department on call. Yeah, right. yeah. Case, yeah. <laughs> fortunately, I can cook outside. But yes, I've already been warned by my entire family. Cl cl clear, clear the grass. This is not yeah. a day at the hospital, Sean. Pick, pick a spot where the grass is a little thinner. <laughs> Do it there. <laughs> well, I also love uh, the the side dishes that Sean talked about, and one in particular gets me because um, he mentions that his girlfriend makes a corn pudding in a traditional mid fifties style with canned everything. Here we have a premier <laughs> chef on the show, and he's actually admitted to making canned. something with canned goods. I like it, mid fifty style. I, I love I, it. I have to say, it is I bet the, it's delicious. It's, oh, it's the, the it's the centerpiece of the Thanksgiving meal. I, the people that have been dining at my house over the years are, are always asking, is that going to be there, the corn pudding? I'm like, yes, of course it's going to be there. And it is so funny. It's Everything from a can. It's, I think the base is uh, mushroom soup. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> 
So, Rich, will that recipe be up later on the on the business? I channel? could probably <laughs> get it for you guys. It, it sounds like a deal breaker. <laughs> if it's not there, people are asking in yeah. advance. Before I send me RSVP, yes or no? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's going to be. We'll put. We'll find a way to post it somewhere. Very good. <laughs> well, that's, that's, you got some great stuff. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving, but we'll get an invitation next year. Terrific, Sean. How do our listeners uh, find out about your restaurants or hear about you? What's the websites? The 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 location? We know about the federal being in Midtown, Bantam and Biddy here at the moment in. Bantam and Biddy. We have uh, Bantam and dot com, and then I have also Chickabitty at Atlantic Station, which has been doing really great. They're just wrapping up Cirque du Soleil over there. And there's some real exciting new developments happening at Atlantic Station. I know I sound oh. like a real booster. Obviously, I got yeah, you in the real estate. I got a dog in that fight, clearly. <laughs> but Heinz has acquired it. They're doing some really neat stuff, um, renovating Atlantic Station, and it, and uh, look forward to that in the future. So chickabittyatl.com and then the federalatl.com is my little bistro in, in Midtown, and I'm there almost every night. And if I'm not, my business partner Lance Gumer is there, and so. You know, bring in your rotten tomatoes and throw them at us in the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end and segue right into our next guest. But I know that Sean has a sweet tooth. Again, he admitted mm-hmm. this to us. So, Sean, before we move into speaking with Ami, who is a pastry chef, why don't I you know. tell her what your favorite desserts are? Man, I uh, I'm that guy that you know. I was at the Hawks game last night in the Hardcore Club eating cheesecake. I have <laughs> I have such a sweet tooth. I mean, I wore this to be brag. I I ran a marathon lately. I'm here to say that you can eat cheesecake and still run marathons. Absolutely. All right. okay. <laughs> Good. I'm I'm going to go to that motto. I like yeah. it. I'm By win. the way, great I win have, last night, right? Oh my God! It was such it was such a it was my great, husband and son were there. Fun, you know, so. we're we're getting back on track. Yeah. yeah. They were in the hardwood with you, and you didn't even know it. I, oh yeah, were they? Yeah. I didn't, yes, they were. I was too busy eating cheesecake. Well, that's great to hear. Um, And as a matter of fact, one of Ami's specialties is a pistachio cheesecake that she loves. So our next guest is Ami Dond, and she has been the pastry chef at Legendary Events for five years. And if any of you in our listener audience has been to any events that Legendary has put on at either the estate or at Flourish, um, some of their off-site projects... uh, just amazing desserts always creative always delicious always lovely and we're so happy to have you here today also being featured in our current issue so let me give a little bit of a bio about Ami and then we're just going to ask her a bunch of questions because she was chosen as a tastemaker for our publication and we only do eight a year so it's a pretty special thing to be asked to um, be a part of that Um, And, of course, Ami has been a key member of their culinary team for five years, and she's also had appearances on two hit Food Network shows, Sweet Genius Samba and also Cake Wars Alice in Wonderland. She's an active member of the prestigious Atlanta chapter of Les Dames d'Escoffier International and has played an essential role in legendary events, earning many accolades during her tenure, including a recent win for Best Menu Design at the 27th Annual Alley Awards. So she's got quite a history with Legendary, and I'm sure Tony is very happy to have you on his team. And I hope he doesn't lose you at some point, that you two will be working together. One of Ami's uh, plans for the future, why don't you talk about what your long-term goal might be? Right. Um, I mean, Mr. Conway and I have talked, and it's an honor to be a part of his team as well, to work for Legendary. Just the amount of creativity that I am allowed and that I can make such desserts. Um, But yeah, my longtime goal is to own my own place 
I think Atlanta is a little bit lacking in the old school bakeries mm-hmm. per se that you can walk in and get bread and get baked goods and hang out and have coffee and stuff. Um, so I want to try to bring that back, try to have a place where it's a meeting place where you can sit, get dessert, but it can transition into an evening, say a date, you know, a date spot and do, I guess what, um, cafe intermezzo had, and I think they've moved away from that a little bit, but then it's something that we need. And I think that a lot of people look forward to, to get a good cheesecake, to get a good slice (laughs) of cake is, (laughs) you know, people are, I mean, people are asking for it. So hopefully I can get that concept together and try to work something out. Well, I read in your piece that we wrote about you that you have created over 300 desserts. How do oh, you come up with the right. ideas for your desserts? Cheesecakes. Well, you have two right. nine on one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I do a lot of research. Um, I think that with the brides we work with, oh, yes. with the clients we work with, the clientele we have that do allow me that creativity, that do allow me to work with different flavor profiles, um, I am given you know ingredients that people like or people don't like, and then I go from there. So... There's some really great books. There's Pinterest, which <laughs> people love or hate, but there is a lot of there's a lot of good ideas that we weren't previously privy to. That just because of the internet and things like that, that we can go and see what people in France are doing, see what people in Japan are doing, and they're bringing new flavors in. They're bringing working with different ingredients that we're not we're not yet, or that it's just coming. You know, like New York's a big working with those but i'm trying to open I do the too. box a little bit look at Insta- <laughs> check instagram to see what's right. happening well, exactly uh, that we've got the new series out called wisdom of the crowd so it's now it's now in the kitchen too what you're, telling <laughs> me. You're, yeah. you're using the wisdom coming from all the people who maybe already tried that before 100 <laughs> percent, and well, giving it back and and one of the things i love about b- both uh Sean and Ami here is like no two days must be alike. No, it, everything's different. You're you're constantly experimenting, and and you've got different concepts. And Ami, as Michael said in the introduction, you have the um, option of working at two different locations on any given day. You're working at Flourish. You're working at the estate. They're totally different atmospheres and environments right. and and events. And it must be very exciting. And then creating things on a regular basis and getting to taste them and try out those techniques that you read about no it is i mean with the estate and with flourish we do there's different you know there's different expectations of both um our weddings happen at both of them so which is great to be able to create but even our wedding cakes differ because we are we are in a plantation house and then we're in a really large ballroom that's spectacular i mean Mm. the chandeliers but your cakes have to live up to that because that's what people are expecting. They walk in the room and that's the centerpiece. And I'm proud to be able to say that we can, you know, we can accomplish desserts or cakes that live up to both of those places. Um, And it's great because, yeah, we could have an event at both of those simultaneously as well as four other places in the Mm -hmm. city. And it's awesome to be able to be at, you know, have a part in all of those. Who gets to taste test? Uh, you know, <laughs> whoever's I available. Would, I would have a line out the door, to be honest with you. But we do. I mean, wh- if you walk in, I'm happy to share. You can tell, uh, Ami's, we have a fork for you. You can tell Ami's a real chef because th- that's where the real pleasure lies is when you execute everything and they pull it off and the client's happy and 
you know, that's when you get so much. I mean, it's it's a business, but it's so rewarding when you have a great service and you're like, wow, that was just, you know, that was magical. Right. There's a lot of pleasure in that. I, I, I feel you on that, Ami. Yeah. I and mean, and we're, si- we're, we're sitting in, in studio with two chefs yeah. who are willing to share their, their love of, of what they do and their passion with the people around them. And they both don't look like they don't huge. <laughs> Maybe they don't taste too much. <laughs> well, Ami Ami says in her story that she uh, she does a teaspoon at a time, so I think that is a, a healthy and safe way to do it, right? Right. She's exhibiting. Yeah, I love the the one of a kind. She said working with brides and even working with special events. I'm sure you get really some unique opportunities to help the brand or help the identity of the event. Not only for brides, I mean, I know how important that look of that cake is, but, you know, the looks is not always the right. taste. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But the process of bringing that, and I love pistachio cheesecake. I'm still thinking about that I one. know. I, right. I, when I read that, I was, mm, uh, that sounds good. <laughs> I was tasting it. I want to know what you have on your plate for Thanksgiving. Um, so I am actually headed to Ohio with my boyfriend and his family. So we are, I have pistachio cookies in the works, which pistachio is my favorite. Um, the almond flavor is the pistachio. So... Um, we, I do a pistachio dried cherry and white chocolate Mm. cookie. Um, (laughs) we have our traditional pecan pie. We make it with bourbon and we actually do chocolate chips in it just to add a little bit of different flavor. Um, and then probably, um, just some mini sweets, something small like cheesecake and things like that. But you definitely need to have your own bakery. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking <laughs> one forward day. to that. I remember yeah. we, used, we used to have one right here in Buckhead, but it's now gone and it's moving. It moved. Well, well, she good. definitely you needs need to have, have a baker that. here for us so we can we slide in and get that fresh bread at <laughs> fresh croissant and be in business. And, and what about holiday as in the, the Christmas, New Year holiday and further on into the spring? Um, for us, I mean, our holiday season's booming, so it's great. Um, we do, I mean, I get to do croquembouches. I get to do different things. We have a lot of different holiday cookies that are in the works. Um, we have a client that does an ugly sweater party, so it's great. So I get I've to been to one of those. Awesome. Yeah. Fun. We get to decorate little cookies that have those. Um, looking forward to it. We're looking forward to spring. Um, working with, we have a great design team. Um, we have some really awesome events coming up in the near future where I'm trying to work on <coughs> incorporating different cakes into that, fitting themes and working into the room. So... It's not just for weddings, but we can try to, you know, scope, just reach out a little bit and do a little bit different. I also noticed that you've been involved in two established, well-established events on the Atlanta social calendar. Is that an annual thing for you to be a chef at A Meal to Remember, um, which is held annually at Flourish, as well as the um, High Museum Wine Auction event? So the High Museum Wine Auction is um, legendary events, takes care of the catering for that. We are very grateful and honored to host a lot of guest chefs um so this year i was able to actually be a guest chef as the pastry chef for the event but every year we do participate um we're excited about it coming back to atlantic station next year and it's a great tent it's a great event with 500 plus people and we have five or six guest chefs and to be able to interact with them and see what people are doing is a great help um meal to remember was their 30th anniversary this past no, uh, it was November 2nd, 3rd, sorry. Um, but it was a great, it was a Master Chefs of France dinner. Um, so we had four Master Chefs of France and then myself, which was awesome, but Jonathan Jerusalem, um, who I used to work with at the St. Regis here in Atlanta, um, 
was headlining and then he asked me to do the dessert which obviously I was honored for and it was really great just to work with him again and work with a group of people that are so passionate about their craft and we I mean that dinner was amazing just the quality of food and the what we were able to produce in you know as a catered dinner fantastic that is a wonderful event by the way the high museum wine auction oh um, make, makes it makes the front page mm-hmm. <laughs> for the people who enjoy it. Ami, how do we find out about you? Do you have an Instagram or, or social media that people can follow you where you post your pictures of your amazing desserts? Yes, absolutely. So legendaryevents.com as well as Legendary Events has an Instagram. But I also personally is Ami's Cakes and it's A-M-I-S-C-A-K-E-S. And it is all of the cakes and desserts that we do at Legendary that sounds fantastic, and I love that you're both here today. I really appreciate your Thank time you and us. sharing with us about Thanksgiving and the holidays and your upcoming projects. We're so proud of both of you, and you are well-deserving of being in the current issue. Uh, we do choose very carefully, so I'm excited that it was both of you. Uh, Michael, any yeah, further questions say, for these two well, amazing guests? I was going to say guests? we're just very proud, of the, proud of, our, of, of, the, of the issue because focusing on the chefs and focusing on the food because Buckhead has always been known is a great food place. We have Absolutely. over 300 restaurants yeah. here. 300 amazing restaurants. Um, amazing, and, and, we'll, and we'll have some more. It sounds like we're going to have a new pastry shop or a bakery shop. <laughs> with, with, with 300 <laughs> restaurants, yeah. that's one cheesecake per restaurant. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you can have a special at each one, which is... I got a couple of quick questions. Sure. Do you deep fry your cheesecake? Or I have. <laughs> I've wrapped she, it in She mentions one of her specialties yes. is the deep fried goat, goat cheese. cheese. Oh, okay, cheesecake. nice. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just have about two minutes left. Uh, I do have a quick, quick question for our guest um, chefs as well as uh, for our host and co-host. What about uh, non Nonprofit organizations, what philanthropic events? What about the Giving Kitchen, or is there any groups that y'all associate with, or what I want to do a shout out to? Autism Speaks, local chapter. Um, there are five Ks coming up soon. Look for the Georgia um, local chapter of Autism Speaks five K coming up at Piedmont Park. That'll be a lot of fun. Right, right. Um, and I have volunteered with the Giving Kitchen, which is a great organization. I've known a couple people that have been able to take or make use of what they do, um, and also Meals on Wheels. Um, really great organization that provides a lot of food for elderly and just people in need. Well, the other one that I want is for the chef's benefit and for the uh, restaurant workers. They didn't call it Helping Hand. Is that, are y'all involved with that one where they, where they work to keep, keep the folks? With the keep, food bank in, right, correct. Yeah. And all, there's just so many different ways. And, of course, this is a holiday season when it is so important to think about uh, those who need some help. And this is a special time, a, a special piece of pistachio cheesecake in every lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a great idea. We can just line that Absolutely. one up. Absolutely. Michael's obsessed with that cheesecake. I, well, I'm, I'm going. I mean, I don't think I've ever had that at one of the events. Well, maybe, maybe at the i got to get that on my menu. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, you know, that's interesting. As we wrap up here, you know, one of the things important for all of us would be to uh, make sure we continue to help businesses grow. And thank you for opening multiple restaurants, working through multiple concepts. I mean, I know that as as you think about this bakery, we hope you'll locate at least one in Buckhead. And as you grow to a large chain, maybe maybe you can do Midtown, right. too. How about that? <laughs> I'll take it. I'm going to give a quick shameless plug for Simply Buckhead Please. because both of these folks are featured in the current issue. We're out on over 300 stands in the Buckhead Brookhaven market. And you can read all about them as well as some other chefs that we've uh, showcased that are in in the Buckhead market. They were all photographed in their homes. A uh, lot of fun, and simplybuckhead.com. You can also read the issue online. Right. Well, Joanne, as always, it's a pleasure to have you co-host here on the Buckhead Business Thank Show. 
we're, we're here at the pleasure of the Buckhead Business Association and the graciousness also of the uh, Pro Business Channel. Rich, thanks for being on the board today. Thanks for keeping us on time, as always. It's getting toward the holiday season, and so certainly come out to the Buckhead Business Association for our weekly morning meetings. And uh, third Thursday of the month, each time, we also have an eating event, which go to the website, BuckheadBusiness.org. Register, sign up, come meet some friends, hear some neat stuff, and maybe come visit some good restaurants. Thank you. This is Michael Moore hosting for the show. And Joanne, thank you for being the publisher in charge today of getting a great issue in front of us. Thanks for having me. Host, uh, it's, it's great to have guests here that really have fun. I, I know by the smiles that you love what you do. So thanks for doing it here in Buckhead. That's it, Rich. Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.